You're listening to Manuel Godoy, the host of The Ultimate Guide to Self-Publishing by Black Sands. And let me tell you something. It's about to go down. Because today we're going to be talking about knowing your audience. Now, this is pretty important because there's a lot of people out there who just don't know who they're writing for when they begin their journey. And not knowing this information can be detrimental to your career. So we're going to start off here. Before we get too deep in the story making process so we can make good decisions when we're making our story. So let's talk about this. Knowing your audience is the only thing that will help you either make money in publishing or end up a failure. And that's real. There is a huge myth most writers believe. My book is for everyone. Haven't you heard that before? Haven't you heard that from somebody who's writing something or something? They're like, oh, it's for everyone. Everybody can enjoy it. Well, no, it isn't. If you enter this way, you will attract no one. The problem is the fact that influence costs money. Yeah, you know, in order to get outreach, you got to actually pay. And, you know, our money is finite. We don't have an infinite amount of money, right? We're independent creators, especially when you're starting off. You can't really spend money like that. So how come you have Disney-level marketing strategy? So we're not going to do that today. You only have but so much cash to push your idea. This means every dollar spent must be spent wisely. I make comic books for black parents and their kids. Now, it sounds like a lot of people, but it really isn't because... When you look at the U.S. population as a whole, at most, I might be targeting 4% of the U.S. population. But this is not necessarily true because the reality is I'm actually selling just to the parents. The consumers are the kids, right? So they are the ones who are actually reading the content. But the parents are the only people who are buying it. Parents, educators, you know, people of influence, but not the kids. So really, I'm only advertising to about 2% of the U.S. population. Now, the thing about that is most people, when they hear 2% of the U.S. population, they don't think that much. They're like, oh, okay, you know, that's not really a wide audience. You're not going to be able to have success. But the reality is 2% is roughly 6 million people. And if you only converted like 5% of that 2%, you end up with 300,000 customers. And hundreds of millions of dollars in sales a year, right? Because customers don't just buy $10 or $20. Usually their lifetime expectancy could be north of $100 in sales. So you're looking at close to $100 million, maybe $150 million a year if you can get to that 300000 customer range. But you knew that, right? You already knew that before you had this class. No, you didn't. That's why you follow me. That's why you listen to the Ultimate Podcast and you hit that follow button because you knew that I was going to give you information that you probably were overlooking. You didn't hear from other creators because they don't tell you the real raw information that I'm going to be telling you. You only want to advertise to roughly 2% of the U.S. population. If you can go even smaller than that, better. Why? Because when you're talking, you know, when you're preaching to the choir, Right. Remember that old line? Every every black person in America knows the line preaching to the choir. Everybody's already a fan. So you just tell them exactly what they want and everybody else who you're trying to convert. You know, you don't really need to convert them. All you got to do is keep those people in house and keep them satisfied and you will have a successful business. Now, this doesn't work just for black people. 
okay? It also works for any single niche out there. For instance, let's say you're a hunter, right? You don't want to make a book that everybody can enjoy. No, you want to make books that only hunters will enjoy. Why should you go for anyone else? There's not that many hunters in America, but guess what? Those hunters who have books are going to buy your book, are going to be super fans of your company. They might buy way more than just a book. They might buy merchandise. They might support you in other ways. All because you are what? Preaching to the choir. So in other words, narrowing down your audience, narrowing down who you're selling to and making your message hyper-focused to that audience will be extremely beneficial to your career in the future. So, Let's continue. Having an idea of who you are selling to is paramount because when I hyper-focus on stories that fit this audience, I have a good chance of selling to them. A dollar spent on a focus group returns more dollars than spent, while a dollar spent on a broad group returns less dollars than spent. So in other words, if I spend one dollar on black parents, I will get roughly three to four dollars back in return. But if I spend, let's say, a dollar on, let's say I spend a dollar on white evangelicals, right? MAGA, hardcore MAGA people. Do you really think I'm going to get three or four dollars from them? I spent a dollar to get to them. Then I'm going to get that back? No, I'll probably get like 25 cents on the dollar. So I'll lose 75% of the money I put in. I won't even gain, I won't even break even. That's pretty devastating. And a lot of people make these mistakes when they're marketing online. They put these broad, oh, all, all ships float, you know, these kind of ideas out there, and they end up mediocre, right? They have no reach. They have no one to talk to because they're just not that good, you know? They're not really focusing on the core reader. And since the core reader is not being focused on, since the core reader is not feeling special, the core reader doesn't choose you as their champion. We want to be champions. We don't want people to only be slight fans, mediocre fans, maybe people who might support us every now and then. We want those die-hard, ride-or-die fans. That's what we want. And that means we have to preach to them. All right? So let's just talk about some more examples. Because you don't got to believe me either. You can just look at bestsellers and notice how they are very very strong in the identity of who they're targeting to, you know? And you know what's the coolest thing about this whole experiment? Like, if you have a book or you've seen other people with books who are having moderate success in publishing, notice how they talk. Notice how they talk. Notice who they're talking to, right? Even when you go to a, a comic convention, go to a comic convention and see a comic book creator. The ones who are basically just stopping everybody who goes by, they're not nearly as successful as the ones who are basically looking for their core audience. I've seen this one, this one woman I used to know. She used to make goth children's books, all right? It was weird, right? Goth children's books. It was, so, it was such an original idea, right? Goth children's books. Who could have thought of something like that, right? But... What do you think her conversion rate was for anybody who looked even somewhat gothic or heavy metal when she stopped them as they were walking by? What do you think her conversion rate was that? It probably was close to 75 to 80% of the people who walked by who were goths, even if they didn't have kids. They said, this is dope. I can't wait to give this to my, 
my sister's son or something like that because they just can't help it but support something that speaks so strongly to them. And does that person focus on people who are clean kept with business suits on? Probably not. They probably let those people walk by. Why? Because they're probably not going to care too much about a goth children's book, right? They're not going to fit in that crowd. So they let them walk by. They don't even spend their time on them. Now, if those people happen to stop by and they happen to consume, more power to them, right? I'm going to sell to someone who wants to buy my product, but I'm not going to go out of my way to stop them and forsake a potential customer that I know has a high probability of closing out. That is an extremely strong talent to have, and you will only develop that over time. You ain't going to get that immediately. Like, I'm not going to teach you this today, and then tomorrow you're going to be an expert on who to stop, who not to stop, who to spend your marketing dollars on. No, that's going to take time. It's going to take time, and it's going to take confidence because it took me a while to be truly believing in my ability to choose who my customers are. And if you say, wait a minute, man, you don't choose your, yes, you do. You choose who your customers are. It's not the other way around. Customers aren't just walking around like, you know what, man, you choose them. You, You know exactly who you're going for and you market to them. You cater your message to them. There's a reason why certain businesses are closed on Sunday. It's not because they want to be closed on Sunday. They want to make money, but they do it because it speaks highly to a specific group of people, right? It, it influences them. We're so religious, we're closed on Sunday. And then they go, ooh, I like this religious business. I'm going to go and patron it because they can't help it, right? It's like, hey, they speak, they speak, they're speaking to me, brother. I love this stuff. And you better believe these tactics are not just because they want to. It's actually a very effective strategy. You have to be what your um, customers are, Okay. You can't be an outsider providing to people. That's just weird. You can't be somebody who's, hey, I write goth stuff, and then you don't do any heavy metal stuff. You're not, you're not gothic in any way. You're just some square, completely square individual, but you make goth stuff with them because then you feel like somebody who's exploiting, right? You're an exploiter. You have to believe what you're making, and more importantly, you have to be a subject matter expert. You don't. Nobody wants to you know, follow a comic book creator who doesn't know anything about comic books as a whole or, or, or anything in pop culture or any social issues in comics, right? You got to know this stuff. And the more you know, the more people think that you're the person that will lead them. Because no matter if you're writing books or, or selling lessons or whatever, the reality is people want to follow leaders. This is why everybody loved Marvel in the last 20 years. Because they love Stan Lee. DC wasn't banging like Marvel. And the only reason why DC wasn't banging like Marvel was because DC's leaders, no one cared about. Nobody cared about DC's leaders. No one felt like they were supporting great people by buying DC. Right? You just didn't feel that way. You like DC because of a certain comic book or a certain this. But a lot of people supported Marvel simply because they liked Stan Lee. They liked his attitude. They liked that he was a big nerd and he would go out there and do fun stuff and not worry about criticism. They loved that about him. And that's why they supported Marvel. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. He's relatable. He's one of us. And that was the reality of 
why Marvel blew up so much over the last 20 years while DC kind of like still trying to find its identity. It's because the reality is if you support DC, you're supporting individual comic books and individual characters. Whereas with Marvel, not today, but at least, you know, two or three years ago when he was still alive, you were basically supporting Stan Lee sometimes. Sometimes you just wanted to go and, and hang out with Stan Lee. That's what you wanted to do. And if you could support Stan Lee, that's what you were doing. And that is the amazing part of being a successful marketer and knowing your audience. When you know your audience, you can go out there and make a fool of yourself. People will love you for it. Talk about the problems that you've had, and people will love it for you. Talk about your wins, and people will love you for it, so long as they feel like you're one of them. All right? But if, you don't feel, if they don't feel like you're one of them, they won't care about anything you do, and more importantly, they won't be avid fans of your work. Just won't happen. All right? So we got to be thinking about this in the future when we're writing our books. Who is our core audience? So let's break it down. Actionables. What are the actionables for today? First, you need to figure out who your core audience is. Who do you think it is? You might not know necessarily until you actually start seeing sales come in. But who do you overall believe is going to be that 2% of the U.S. population that supports your idea? If you have that in your head, write it down. Start thinking of stuff that they actually consume, all right? So let's say this. Middle-aged black women. Middle-aged black women who are single. That's going to be my target demographic, right? I'm just going to throw it out there. What is some content that I know they consume? Middle-aged black women who are single. I would say they watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. They watch Tyler Perry movies. They like it where individual women are basically doing their own thing and not being beholden to men. They love those kind of stories. They love relationship drama and all the other stuff. This is the cool stuff that single black women who are middle-aged tend to consume. It's just the content they consume. So if you know this is the facts of this particular block, what do you do? You make sure that you have you know, interesting relationships in your story and women who for the most part, are bosses. This is something very important when you're making that specific demographic. You want to put that out there so you can have those particular customers feel like your story is talking to them and what they aspire to be. You understand? So first find that audience. Who do you think it is? Next, think of what content is relatable to them. You know, any film or book that you feel relates to them. Uh, films are easier because they're a lot easier to consume, a lot faster to consume if you want to watch it. And then after that, make your idea, the idea that you're currently working on, and connect it to a similar comp. See what was, so sim what was the similarities between all those things, and then try to pull out those assets and see how you can plug that into your story. Right? You don't want to make a carbon copy of nothing, but you do want to be heavily influenced by stuff that was smash successes for literally decades with that core audience you definitely want to do that so that's my mission for you be prepared on um, friday as we go even deeper and we talk about why you don't want to do business with certain customers that's a whole nother topic in and of itself because you know you can really you really ruin yourself if you keep if you spread yourself too thin and i'm going to be talking about that and i will talk about some other people who had campaigns that failed miserably 
because they were chasing the next win. They were chasing the next win and didn't care about the current wins that they had on the board. So that's what we're going to be doing next. This is Manuel from the Ultimate Guide to Self-Publishing. Support our podcast. Now, how can you do that? Just go to patreon.com slash blacksands. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash blacksands. And become a subscriber. Hey, you get to talk to me in the Discord channel. You get to do all the cool stuff out there that we're doing on this creative side and get that personal interaction. Plus, obviously, it helped me fund this bad boy because it takes a lot of hours to do these episodes. So thank you guys so much for being here, and I appreciate you guys. We hit big milestones this week. We're in the top 10% now worldwide. So I clap to you guys, man. You guys really, really did a phenomenal job, and you know I couldn't be prouder of you. So I'll holler at you later. This is Black Sands, and we're out. Thank <laughs> you.